Okay. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. You have your host here, Shelby and Carolyn, and we are very excited to have Molly Kelleher here join us discussing her knowledge and rehab journeys regarding horses with kissing spine. So for those of you who don't know Molly, Molly and her man, Freddie, own and operate Elkhorn Riding Adventures, a horse riding facility in the Riding Mountains by Clear Lake National Park in Manitoba. Molly has had almost 20 years of experience of guiding and working with dude horses and offering trail rides throughout the beautiful landscapes of the Riding Mountain Park. On top of that, Molly has a love for training and working with horses of all disciplines and has gained a lot of knowledge from starting colts to rehabbing horses for friends and also taking the time to keep all of the horses in great shape at her facility. She also has found a love for barrel racing, which she has had so much success with being a two-time MRCA finals qualifier, winning it in 2018. And she also won the Longo of the Verdant Indoor Rodeo in 2018 for CCA and MRCA Rodeo. And she has lots of top five winnings within the CCA and MRCA Rodeos and jackpots um, locally and just throughout Canada. So we're here to talk about rehabbing post-kissing spine surgery, which after listening to Dr. Bell go through a bit of the steps of the surgery, the rehab seems like a very careful and long process. So it is no wonder why they have turned to you, Molly, to trust their horses with you since you've done this for a few years and you look after your horses so well. So you have, seems like you have a great facility and a great team there at Elkhorn Riding Adventures. And I have heard from lots of mutual friends that you do such a wonderful job. So with all the horses, that you've worked with so I'd love to know a little bit more about yourself and your facility yeah so I was trying to figure out how I got started into like the rehab specifically and I can't really pinpoint when it started I've had a long time um, working relationship with Dr. Bell always been interested in getting my own horses really fit Uh, if you've been on my Instagram or anything I ride a lot to Clear Lake I exercise my horses in the water um I I noticed huge huge uh benefit just to the water and like the resistance training so it kind of got me on this kind of path to figuring out how I can get my horses fitter how I can bring them back when we give them time off and then when I started like then friends come ride with me and they're like wow like your horses are are so fit like (laughs) they're mortified because their horses are (laughs) or what they think is fit and then they come ride with me and it's <laughs> I guess my program their horses are a little tired after a day with me but um yeah so then friends I like the horse industry it's always by word of mouth and we started boarding and training I, I think our reputation just kind of took care of everything I've never really advertised for anything people approach us all the time like we can't go anywhere without somebody approaching asking about training um, rehab and and yeah and then I just have a like credit to go to Dr. Bell like I work very closely with him I have for many different horses over the years he's really really important my comfort is if the people be clients of his that come to me just because he is um, I I just can kind of go back and forth with him when he's seen the horse Mm -hmm. he has firsthand knowledge I think that's really important to have a, a vet that's knows your horse really well. So you can pick up things quicker when you feel like something maybe isn't quite right. 
Yeah, he is seriously awesome and so knowledgeable. And that's uh, a lot of credit to you just having that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I'm, I don't even know how long ago, but I actually met him when he was still at U of S. I had a, a horse choke actually. And at the time you had to go to Saskatoon and, and that's kind of when I first, first met him, so. Hi, this is Shelby. And Carolyn. We are two Canadian prairie ladies, raising babies, riding horses, and living the country life. We are on a journey to find health and wealth while building our ranches, and we want to share the journey with you. In this podcast, you can expect to hear us share our own experiences, as well as interview other inspiring humans. We'll cover topics such as human health, horse health, barrel racing, building a ranch, and so much more. We are ready to dig into the tough conversations like mental health, motherhood, farming challenges, finances, you name it. You will walk away from this podcast with tips, tricks, and strategies that will have you finding more joy and peace in your journey. We know there's a lot of juggling that goes into this lifestyle because we are living it. And as a nurse myself and Carolyn with a master's in animal science, we have a lot to bring to the conversation. So grab your coffee to go, throw on your messy bun and muck boots. Let's head to the barn and chat because we have business to take care of and we're sure you do too. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. We're talking a little bit about kissing spine and we'll get into that more. Are there other services you provide or is it kind of more on an individual horse basis that you determine what your program is going to be? Um, Like we we do a lot of, I'd say our primary thing is training colts right now. My partner, Freddie, there is phenomenal. Uh, Obviously completely biased, but I think he's (laughs) one of the, the best going so training is big. I do a lot of boarding through the winter and through the summer. Um, summertime, I do more of like clinic type stuff and then do trail rides too. We, we're right on site with the Elkhorn Resort. So a lot of, um, a lot of tourism stuff. I do a lot of like uh, corporate retreat type team building things where we have horses come or people come in, work with the horses in Round Pen, um, kind of talk a little bit about uh, how the horse reads each individual person's energy what that says about them like I think through anything with horses just the awareness of of how that horse is feeling through anything you're doing with them and I feel like I'm hyper aware of when I get horses in I I feel like I can tell when something's not quite right so I kind of bring people through what what I see when I look at every horse that walks through that's so cool you have such a good knowledge and a good knowledge base and you're so into um all the horses it's so cool yeah but for where you are now how did you end up in this role and uh, how did so, you end up getting this cool so, <laughs> so for anyone out there I do not come from a horse family I was just a horse crazy kid I was lucky <laughs> in that my grandparents um had a cabin up at Clear Lake so there was always a dude stable right across the roads so when I was a little kid I would spend as much time as I could just riding. I, I was just so desperate to ride. I'd, I'd spend hours, I'd do anything to get on the back of a horse. And eventually I think I just wore them down and they <laughs> hired me. So, so Len Bowles ran Triangle Ranch for I think almost 20 years. Um, I credit him to everything I know about horses. And, and I'd say not just horses, but I say like horses that love their jobs. Len was an amazing 
and is still an amazing talent with just understanding the horse and being for the horse and my dad he's he's a car dealer so him and Len worked a deal when I was 15 and I got my first horse and um, from there I guided out here every summer since and um, started trail riding and I've done thousands and thousands of hours and then I would just go to any any clinic anybody that was teaching I would go and ride and try to learn how to be the best that I could and yeah and um, met Freddie my partner out here and like we both come from completely different circles but because of the dude ranch we we met and we've been together for nearly uh 18 years uh not married but that's another podcast (laughs) but but yeah so like my my background was with trail horses dude horses and I think kind of what that brought me is um I don't know if you guys have gone to trail ride places but generally it's kind of horses that maybe had a performance career they maybe got injured. They couldn't compete back at that level, but they're quiet, good horses. They like a job. They're not ready to go back to the pasture. So, so they come to places like um, this. And what I noticed is after a summer of rides, those horses, they might start out super stiff. Not, I wouldn't say like they're like crippled, but they're not right. But at the end of summer, like they're moving and they're so much more relaxed. And all we do is walk. And I realized, I was like, there's a lot of power to just letting your horse stretch out and walk and how it can, for tight muscles or muscles that maybe have been injured or torn or whatever, you can bring a horse back if you're patient enough sometimes and you can just let them come down, like especially competition horses, like they're really on the muscle, kind of a little more anxious when they come and get to be a dude horse, they get to just, um, uh, relax and uh really stretch things out that totally makes sense because I often hear Shelby talking about in her nursing that one of the biggest things they do is get their patients to walk so yeah yeah it it seems uh, it seems like I don't know I, I know people are like yeah okay but the interesting thing about walking is if you watch a horse and you watch a lot of them um when when they're hyper and they're like a barrel horse going down the alley they're tight they're bound up they're generally probably not breathing like they're holding that breath Mm -hmm. and when a trail horse when they're walking their head is level their hind end is reaching under them they're taking big deep breaths and that's like the power of just a relaxed breath is amazing for people for horses for for everything right and Mm -hmm. I've seen like I've done so many trail rides and I always like, I always get excited when I see that transformation. Yeah, no kidding. Powerful stuff. Yeah. So would you say that's the most common reason that horses come to you or is there like an injury that you see a lot of? Um, Kissing spine, I just got a reputation for for (laughs) doing that, but I have a lot come in, a lot of soft tissue injuries up here um that's kind of what I see and I think a lot of people right they have jobs they're busy they don't necessarily have the time to maybe do it so that's how where I get asked and I think just they're just comfortable like I get a lot of horses that people have never sent anywhere else and they've just heard about me or they're friends with me and they send here um it's it's all stuff that people can do like nothing I do is like way crazy but it's just that I have the time that I can do it right 
So, and kissing yeah, spine is just back to that relaxed state. Yeah, yeah, and kissing spine, I think recently, just because um, people are more aware of it. So you're seeing quite a bit more of it now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also why I've had so many. It's, and people aren't scared to do it, right? So whereas mm-hmm. surgery before was always kind of a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dr. Bell was talking about that, how a lot of horses actually do have it and you just don't notice it or you don't figure out that that's the issue. And the surgery is actually, I mean, it's still surgery, but it's improved so much. Yeah. It's not super invasive and the horses recover so quickly. And I think the thing with kissing spine is it can show up so different. Like some horses they're all you're going to feel is like when you go around a barrel, they're not really wanting to come into their turn. Mm -hmm. Another horse might be bucking another horse might be flat running off another horse just might be really tight in the back and you just can't figure out how to get that relaxed right like that that's the tricky thing with kiss and spine is it kind of horse to horse it presents really differently it varies so now that we're talking about kissing spine can you tell us a little bit about the rehab kind of the step-by-step steps that you take in order for a horse to get from post-surgery to back to its discipline kind of yeah, like so timelines and what you do yeah. so when they come uh, from dr bells they have to they still have their uh sutures in so they have um their stall rested for uh three weeks when they come out of surgery they have sutures in for seven days so you have to keep an eye on that but they can start hand walking immediately and so what mm-hmm. you want to do is 30 minutes twice a day um, I also think why people send here is I pony them. I have a whole national park to ride in. So I have some pretty <laughs> nice trails. So those horses, we, we pony them. I pony them out there. Um, so for them, I think it's a little bit of a mental reset too for those horses. It's, it's a little better for, for them than I think doing the mindless circles in the arena. I do think that stall rest period can be tricky for some. And I think the ponying just out in the, in the bush helps. And so they'll do that. We do three weeks of hand walking twice a day. And then after that third week, um, they can transition to going into the round pen. And the round pen starts the week one that you start in the round pen, it's 10 minutes. And then it increases by 10 minutes for the next three weeks. And then um, after that, Dr. Bell will recheck them and then they can go back to riding. And for me, like um, when I when I have people come out, I'd probably generally, like if you have a kissing spine after it leaves here, I'd probably keep doing the round pen thing, at least as a warm up. I think it's just good in general for anything, whether your horse has kissing spine or doesn't. I don't, I don't think that's ever going to, going to hurt them. I'm trying to calculate how much time that was. It's six weeks. Six, six weeks. weeks. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. <laughs> I know. That's yeah, just and like it's, no time at all. <laughs> yeah. And like the horses, like you're managing them, they're, they're getting Prevacox, they're getting an anti-inflammatory, but the horses, they're not really too phased. Like they come out of surgery. It's so amazing what, what, mm-hmm. the, what the technology is now and for, for that procedure in particular. And mm-hmm. the sutures, they come out at 10 days or after seven days. So you're watching and making sure like you have to check, make sure there's no irritation or anything like that. But mm-hmm. they will have, when they come out of surgery, like the, where the incisions are will be raised but those bumps, I should have sent pictures, those bumps will disappear within the next few months. 
just from all the inflammation well you're cutting like as dr bell explains you're cutting the ligaments yeah. And, yeah. and that's going through like manipulating the whole bone structure yeah. the muscles and never mind all of the tension that those muscles have held yeah. for who knows how long yeah right until they're noticed that there's yeah. something wrong that that's why it's so important that you have to keep that like get them stretching that out because you have cut that ligament so you need to make sure that everything gets stretched out so it doesn't bind back right like people that don't if you don't do the rehab you're canceling out that surgery basically because mm-hmm. you're basically retraining the body to travel and to stretch everything out again can you speak we just did an interview with Chantel about Chantel yeah. and Charger yeah. and she told us a little bit about her side of the story but could you could you speak um for Charger and what his rehab kind of looked at looked like or was it very similar to the cut and dry kissing spine yeah his, his was very similar the key um I th- I think the biggest thing that she felt, um, I don't know if she sent you any of his runs, but he was just getting kind of pushy and scrambly, not really coming into the turn, but I wouldn't say he was doing necessarily like anything bad. He wasn't bucking or anything like that, but she said that he just didn't feel right. So, um, his, his surgery went really, really good and he rehabs, um, really, really well. Something that I do, um, with the round pen work is when a horse has been kind of like scrambling, like not really sure where their feet are. When, when I work them in the round pen, I try to make sure near the end that they're able to do transitions from like the walk trot to lope smooth and easy and make sure that, cause, cause basically probably what's making them scramble is they're getting around a barrel and then they go to like push off and that's where it hurt before or whatever was going on. So I try to make sure in the round pen that they're doing that kind of similar barrel turn but pushing mm-hmm. off and, and recognizing that it doesn't hurt and that their body can travel in a way that's not restricting them anymore, whatever they were feeling. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that part, but yeah, yeah. they'd be bracing themselves for oh, yeah. like that pain and then it's yeah. not there. So yeah. yeah and you have, like when you, you have, have an injury, I guess, yeah. same thing. Oh yeah. You have to teach them because there's, for some of them, there will be some mental baggage and to um, when you get horses that have, maybe bucked or had a huge pain reaction to it I also try near the end that they're with me is I'll saddle them up and work them in the round pen saddle won't ride them or anything but they're saddled because that saddle for a long time has meant pain or meant discomfort Um, so I want to get them saddled and I want them to relax with it again I want to teach them that wasn't the saddle that did anything and everything that they can stretch out and because some of the horses you get they come in they're they're cinchy right they're They've probably developed ulcers, but they also recognize the saddle as meaning pain. So I try to work them through that too. So that then when they go home, they, they just recognize that as like, okay, I don't associate this with anything negative anymore. That leads us into our next question perfectly, which is what do you tell, do you have tips and stuff or advice for the horse owners when you send them back? Yeah, I, I, I tried, like they usually all come and do work in the round pen with me. Um, I kind of show them what I'm doing, what, what I keep doing. Like all, all my horses, regardless, um, they get work in the round pen. All the colts that come through Freddie's training program go through our round pen program. I think it's just a healthy, easy way to, to get the horses fit and strong. And so I, I go over that with people and, um, yeah, I think just once they're at that point, they're, they're fit, just trying to keep them there. 
Absolutely. And keeping them fit, right? Keeping all those muscles yes. to protect is like a huge. Yeah. yeah. So we've learned. I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. And I tell, so we tell started people this. too, like if you can, like a lot of, so a lot of the horses I get, they, they're performance horses. They're not, they're not going out on the trail. They're not doing that. But if you can spend some time where you're able to just go trail ride them and walk them and let them kind of do more of a relaxed riding, mm-hmm. that can be huge too. I mean, it's, it's basically, it's the same reason why lots of athletes, they, they want to do things like yoga and stuff. Like you want to stretch things out, but you don't, and you don't always want to associate riding with like high intensity grinding, tough work. Right. So it's, it's, and I like some horses are never going to relax that point, but if you can get them where you can pony them or you can ride them and, and get them where they can just walk and stretch out, that's, that's huge for a lot of those horses. And just bringing, so like when they're walking, their, their head is coming down and their back is elevating, right? Whereas like when you think of a lot of barrel horses, they're, they're hollowed out and they're, they're pounding ground and um, really kind of anxious on the muscle type thing. So whatever you think of on the muscle, you want the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good tip. I find us yeah. as barrel racers, we're so used to like, okay, we need to do all this arena work and we need the yeah. circles and you want them pushed out on the turn. I think sometimes my, myself included, I totally forget about the whole, you know, myself, I need a mental break. So of course yeah. my horse needs one too. So yeah, not think about anything and just go out in the pasture and yeah and and the power of breath I mean you you think about that like when they're they're breathing they're relaxed their mind is open um it's it's just a whole different world than when they're pumped up and they're they're kind of closed down a little bit and if you can get that kind of riding and um and I mean like I've done hours and hours of just walking like when you're doing dude rides you're, you're just walking so I mean I had lots of time to to do it and think about it but like a lot of people don't realize too when when you're walking like it's not you can if you can make your horse uh walk out and slow like if you can slow the tempo of how your horse walks when you think of a horse really walking out they're really engaging themselves their head is down like when you can get your horse walking your reins are swinging that's doing amazing things for your horse's muscles for their back for everything and that oh, seems I- like such a simple stupid little thing but it's, <laughs> no I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about though when the yeah. reins are swinging and they're really yeah. like digging yeah, into their you, walk <laughs> you can feel it and yeah. and when they're doing that their head is down and and they're so relaxed it's it's amazing like I've just I've seen so many like I I was kind of in the day before we had uh iPhones and everything but I wish I could have shown some of the horses that we had because you wouldn't even believe the change in their stride of these dude horses and horses that you know, like they probably could have come back and done something after a year, just, just walking, just relaxed. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's crazy how many horses that come through here that I think people rode off and mm-hmm. they're just, they just needed time to kind of let everything come down and heal. And so cool. Those are yeah. amazing tips for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sharing yeah, for sure. Um, but for you, I, we're just kind of interested in what your plans are. What are, do you have any future plans for the Elkhorn riding adventures or for yourself Uh, going into the future? Yeah. So we're right in the middle of relocating. We actually bought land west of here. Um, so I'm going to get more into, um, I want to do more like kind of retreat type things. I'm going to, um, 
be like it's gonna be like couples therapy but for you and your horse where you can just come out here <laughs> and ride to the lake relax oh. um freddie and i do a lot of clinics like a lot of uh barrel racing clinics uh cold certain clinics stuff like that so we'll do something like that like in the arena but then i want people to come out ride play in the water just kind of enjoy their horse just kind of mm-hmm. i want it to be like a whole reset i think it just opens a window that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do and um then i'm also uh i am gonna build like i think some kind of outdoor like rehab thing i haven't decided what i'm gonna do but i i I know i want to do something with water and hills and i'm just gonna make some kind of little um kind of playground for the horses for me to get horses really really fit that's cool this sounds like the kind of place that i want to be at yeah yeah (laughs) yeah if you're on you're on my instagram my lake videos are pretty cool but yes okay check them out yeah yeah I love I love the lake like I spend a lot of time with my own barrel horse like he's he's 15 still super super competitive but through the summer like he I guide on him so he does a lot of trail ride miles but when I'm getting him in shape like uh you can ride to Clear Lake it's about a um four mile ride round trip to get there but I'll ride him to the lake and then I take him in the water and um he is super fit after that but I make a point to to really spend time getting him in shape and obviously too he's been the thing with him he's been a long time client of Dr. Bell's I usually when I'm competing I uh, like Dr. Bell to see him uh, usually every six months we do it just a checkup even if there's nothing wrong I just like Dr. Bell to go through him Um, I think if you have that opportunity to do that if you can catch things sooner Mm -hmm. it prevents way big problems later so I've been very lucky. Dr. Bell, I think I've had him since he was four and Dr. Bell's seen him since he was four. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> that is cool. lucky because he's uh, a specialist, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's, and I don't think there's, I, I've seen a lot of vets, but Dr. Bell is just so talented. And when you watch him go through a horse and he'll feel all over, it's just amazing what he can find just by feel. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I see him, he comes out to our place every spring I see him quite a few times during the year and I just still get amazed at what we see and what, what he can do and what he can find that like we have horses that go to lots of different vets and they come here and it's he'll he'll be like a minute in and find it it's just it's really cool mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so thank you so much for sharing uh, yeah, with us sure. and I am so excited to for our listeners to hear this three-part series <laughs> Yeah. Because I feel like Dr. Bell's um, interview was just mm-hmm. such so much in-depth information about kissing yeah. spine and like really understanding how it works. And um, Chantel, as a horse mm-hmm. owner, it was so interesting as well just to see, you know, what she was feeling and like yeah. and how she discovered it. And then your interview today just rounds it out so well. Perfect. Uh, I loved what you said about all the rehab. I find it fascinating and I know other horse owners will find it really useful too, because as we all know, as horse (laughs) owners, there's probably never going to like, if you've, if you've never, if you own horses and you've never had a horse get injured, you're a unicorn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think that really happens. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Or ignorance is a bliss. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. one or the other yeah oh, so, so you did I, say that you're on instagram molly yeah. where can people find you and your facility 
Um, my uh, Instagram for ranch is erahorsecenter.com. Uh, or our website is erahorsecenter.com. My Instagram handle is just erahorsecenter. Um, you can find me on there. I've overload on horse videos all the time. So <laughs> don't add me. Yeah, I'm up for it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much again for sharing all those tips and tricks. I know sometimes we need to go back to the basics and I think that's the main thing we forget. And this was an amazing reminder and I'm definitely going to take some of those tips and tricks, kissing's fine or not, (laughs) and bring them to my, my round pen and my arena. And I know our horses. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. Thanks everybody for listening to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. I hope that the knowledge suits you well and that you can take it to your community. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. So hit that subscribe button. And we would love your support. And you can show that support by leaving us a review on your podcast platform or sharing this episode with somebody you think might find it interesting and valuable. We meet here every Thursday, same time, same place. And we will see See you at the next next jackpot. jackpot.